Welcome to The Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, the joy of living with Barry Shore, your humble host, sitting here in Venice Beach, California, overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean. And this show exists for one reason only. The only reason I pour my energy in here and bring some of the most remarkable human beings on the planet to be with you is because it's all about you. Y-O-U, E-W-E, because you care the most about you. And when you care the most about you and you want to become the best you, then you can go mad. And go mad means go make a difference because you recognize that your life has purpose and you go make a difference and now you unlock the secrets of everyday living to live in joy daily. I'd like to say a big hello to 255,821 people around the world who are listening to us right now through this magical, mystical, mysterious, and magnificent platform called Internet Radio. We're listening on voiceamerica.com. And if you ever miss a moment of this show, and you don't want to do that, and you want to listen again, and you do want to do that, and you want to share with five people, your family, your friends, and people especially who are not your friends, people you think don't even like you, because when you share, you build a bridge, you create harmony, you want to do that, go to barryshore.com, that's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com, barryshore.com, and find this segment, listen again, share, because this one makes a difference in the world. Yes, we're not talking about visionary that's going to happen in 20, 30, 50, 200 years from now, but it will reverberate for the next 200 and more years when you become the best you and you hear what's going on and you are able to take action. So one of the things we do as you know, we have 255,000 plus people. There's about 30 to 40,000 people that join us anew every week. So welcome to those people around the world. But there's a base of over 200,000 people that tune in purposely. One of the reasons is because we discuss something here called reframing. Reframing is the art of living. What we do is we unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words. Simple examples. www. If somebody ever asks you, or you ask some friend of yours, what does WWW stand for? Most likely that person will respond something through with the internet, World Wide Web. Well, factually speaking, that's true. But in the world of reframing and neuro-linguistic programming to bring out the most powerful, positive, purposeful, and pleasant ideas, which lays down tracks in your brain that make you the best possible you, WWW stands for, drum roll, Fanfare, da-da-da-da, what a wonderful world. Yes, 
www from now forward. What a wonderful world with a hat tip to, of course, the wonderful Satchmo for bringing that around the world. And when you do start thinking about what a wonderful world, right away you begin to smile. And SMILE is one of the most powerful, purposeful acronyms you can ever keep inside of you and utilize. When you hear this, it will change your world for the better. Because SMILE is an acronym that stands for Seeing Miracles in Life Every Day. (laughs) And if that doesn't make you smile, well, then uh, we have to check your pulse Seeing miracles in life every day. You got out of bed. You have water to drink. You have shelter. You have food. That is miraculous. It's wonderful. That's a big wow. And wow, of course, is an acronym that stands for words of wisdom or words of wonder. Because when you do have a sense of wonder, you're a sow, not a pig. But a saw, when you have a sense of wonder that somewhere between seven years old and ten years old, you can address the world in a most creative and thankful way. And CREATE is that acronym which literally can change your whole being. CREATE stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And that is the essence of our guest today. His name is Peter Fialkowski. And if I pronounce it incorrectly, he'll tell me how to pronounce it correctly. But it's Peter F. And this remarkable being is going to illuminate us and show us where we can be the best possible us so that future generations will have clean water, clean air, in abundance, and live the life that we know we can have right now without total disruption of everything in life. This is genius on steroids. He's creating, he's causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Now, I must tell you, your humble host, does use four-letter F-U words. And I use them liberally. Throughout the show, you might hear me say it. And one of the reasons I do it, in addition to the shock value, is because it's fun. Fun. Right there. There it is. There's your F-U four-letter word. F-U-N-N, everybody. Capital N, capital N. Fun. Because if you don't have fun, you can't get to the first level of living in joy daily. And that's the reason you tuned in because you want to be the best you possible. Living in joy, enjoying life, is a fundamental aspect. There's another F-U word, but that's a longer one. F-U, capital N, capital N. Of course, new people say, but Mr. Shore, fun is only a three-letter word. Not in my world. We're an expansive world. We open up the mind to possibilities. We create. F-U, N-N, everybody. So when you see your family or your friends, and you point a finger with a big smile on your face, and you say F-U, Remember to add NN, capital NN, and spread the idea of smile, seeing miracles in life every day. So, one of the ways to do that is to internalize and understand that one of the most important words you could ever use in your language is the word thank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank is an acronym that stands for to harmonize and network kindness to harmonize and network kindness. Because when you do that, you are bringing a difference to the world. You're making a difference. You're going mad. And I urge you all, learn to be conscious and conscientious about saying thank you seven times a day, every day, from now forward. 
Somebody brought you coffee, even if you paid for it, thank you. Somebody opened the door for you, thank you. Somebody waved to you, thank you. Somebody cut you off on the freeway, thank you. Because when you do that, you are bringing new neural linguistic programming to your mind. You have a hundred billion brain cells, over a trillion synapses connecting them and thoughts moving at the speed of light. It's not just to open your mouth and eat something. Thank you. Thank you. Peter, wonderful, amazing Peter Fiakowski. He is one of the most remarkable human beings that's walking the planet today. And I'm happy to say, dedicating his life to making sure that this environment that we live in, that we breathe, that we involve ourselves in, will be as clean as the Garden of Eden. Yes, we're not just talking about some pie in the sky, which is very nice to eat, by the way, but it's not nourishing. What Peter does, he brings nourishment, and he can do it. He can talk about it, because here's a man who is not only a committed entrepreneur with great success, he's the founder of initiatives for, cli- for climate restoration, something called the Healthy Climate Alliance. He's the, f- he's the head of the Foundation for Climate Restoration. Restoration. He is an MIT physicist with 27 patents. I could go on and on. It would take so much time that we'd spend the rest of the show telling you all about his bona fides. But suffice it to say that his greatest and most important bona fide, which means that which you can depend upon, is the fact that he is dedicating his time, his effort, his heart, and his mind to us. We all want to live well. We want to be the best possible you you can be. And you want to live in joy daily. By the way, one of the ways to do that, of course, is go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, and check this out. Remember, you don't want to miss a minute. You want to listen again. You want to share. We have a big idea to share with you. So stay there on the edge of your seat and get ready because we're coming back in just a couple of minutes and we're going to be conversing with that remarkable, dynamic, wonderful Peter Fiakowski. See you soon. Don't go away. This is you. Hi, everybody. Skillshare, S-K-I-L-L-S-H-I-A-R-E. Skillshare is an online learning community for creative people with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. You'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and your career. You can take classes in social media marketing, mobile photography, creative writing, even illustration. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side situation, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare with a special offer just for my listeners. You get two months of Skillshare for free. F-R-E-E, free. That's right, Skillshare is offering the joy of living listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, 
Go to Skillshare.com slash The Joy of Living. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash The Joy of Living to start your two months now. I do it. You should. It's great. Bye. Hi, everybody. Polly and Bark. Paulyandbark.com, one of the best furniture sites we've ever found. Not only did we find the site, but we ordered the furniture. We love it in our home, and I'm sure you love it in yours. Because we're talking about contemporary flair with what we call iconic inspirations. And these people are driven to bring us the best quality at the lowest possible price because they are built with durability and it's sophisticated and it's inviting beautiful looking furniture. You'll be so happy that you found polyandbark.com. And when you use Joy Living 10, Joy Living 10 at checkout, you get 10% additional discount. Polly and Bark furniture, you'll be happy to say to people in your home, hey, look at this. Come and sit down and enjoy. Pollyandbark.com. Use Joy Living 10 and get extra 10% discount. Best wishes. Do it now. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at BarryShore.com. Now, back to the joy of living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we are not just doing good, we're doing gooder and goodest. We have one of the most remarkable human beings that's walking the planet right now, and he's dedicating his life and his mind and his heart to us, to making sure that we have the best of everything in our environment, in our climate, in our air, in our water and such. And his name is Peter Fiakowski. And I'd like to ask him to say a big hello to 255,921 people. And then we're going to ask him a question. And he's going to speak and give us insights into the future. Peter, please say hello. Barry, thank you. And 255,922. I think I just heard someone else pick up the line here. So uh, <laughs> welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for bringing me on. Um, there you've got just got wonderful words of, of wisdom and light. So thank you. You're entirely welcome, and we're glad that you made the time to be with us because this is absolutely fundamental. We do a lot of shows and interesting topics, but let's be blunt. Everybody is involved with the climate and environment. Let's start with something simple. What everybody does every single day, Peter, breathe air. Tell us about what you think you can be doing, what you found that can be applied to helping bring the cleanest air possible to the world. Well, uh, I've been working on this for uh, for quite a long time. It's a long story about how long. But, you know, the 
quick answer to what can we do to bring clean air is to be very clear that that's what we want. And uh, you know, I'll let you ask more questions from there, but the whole essence of what we're working on on climate restoration is shifting from trying to undo the damage to saying, okay, we want clean air, we want the same healthy climate that we that uh, my generation had. I'm 60. I just turned 64 two days ago. So give it the same climate that uh, that I had when I was young to future generations to make make this planet a planet that loves having humans on it again. Oh, that is so wonderful. And are you intimating by saying that, that we don't have to give up entirely all of the benefits that we have in today's civilization about traveling by automobile and by airplane and using fossil fuels and and really living a luxurious life? We don't have to live in caves in order to make that happen? Well, if you want to live in a cave, that's just fine. But no, Um, uh, it's sort of like, you know, if, if I want to go to work and if I wake up in the morning and I'm going to go to work, I don't have to give up anything. I just do what I want to do and, and then make everything fit around it. If I've got a phone call, you know, I have meetings after this call, I just fit them around it. And so you, if you want something, just say what you want. And uh, you know, on the climate, what's really fascinating, I've really only been working on climate for about six years now. So I'm a neophyte compared to the big experts that you hear about at the United Nations and at the universities. Most of them have been doing it for 30 or 40 years. I've been doing it six. The thing I discovered is that they were trying to undo the damage, which is a great thing to do, and they didn't have a specific goal. And so what we did is I spent a long time figuring out what is what goal should we have, and it turned out to be easy. I'll tell you in a minute what... what uh, with how, how we got there. And, but once we named what the goal was, we discovered, oh my gosh, we've got the technology, we've got the, the finance, we have everything we need to br- make the climate good, good again. I hate to say make the climate great again, but make <laughs> <laughs> that. So this and, is, uh, absolutely, this, let me just, uh, move to what, since you did interrupt yourself and it was wonderful. I think what you're articulating is so wonderfully important, and and our audience specifically resonates with it, because we often speak about the three fundamentals of real life, which are good health, having wealth, and wisdom, to use them, because health alone without wealth or wisdom is great, but it's not going to get you what you want. You want to live a joy-filled life. You need all three. So you're articulating the idea of a goal. Once you have a goal and you know what it is, you possibly can achieve it. What a wondrously interesting idea, Peter. Tell us more. <laughs> well, absolutely. And what, well, what's even better than that is framing it around your community. So when we have a goal and we're clear about it, we're almost sure to achieve it. Because um, you, you have you know, a, a 10 or 100 or a million or 8 billion people working for the same goal. And the, the, you know, the key for our finding the goal for the climate was realizing that I'm not fixing the climate for me or for you, Barry. I'm, I'm fixing it for our children, for future generations, whatever that means. Or what that means is for humanity. 
And so then when I look at myself and say, it's just like with a bee in a beehive, you can look at an individual bee and his life is a bit boring. But you look at the beehive and it's fascinating. And, and you know, it, the life of the bee is really dedicated to the beehive succeeding now and succeeding you know, in future years. Humans are really the same thing. We are designed for, our, for humanity to, to continue. So uh, we have DNA, which designs our bodies and what we do. And that the DNA, you know, which you know, got originated, I don't know, five billion years ago or two billion years ago, it has one job, and that is to survive in the future generations. So my DNA, here's the interesting thing, my DNA does not care about me. My DNA only cares about future generations. And the things that I love to do, you know, like... Uh, like cooking meals together, going to concerts together. Uh, you know, I have 27 patents, patenting things that are useful for people. All of those things that are just the most fun are things that are good for, for future generations, especially. They're about collaboration. They're about contribution. They're about adventure. All those things that make it the biggest difference for future generations. And so once we realize that, or once I realize and we realize together that the reason we're doing the climate is for humanity. And it was real easy. We said, oh, well, what, what does humanity want? Well, <clears throat> when it comes to temperature on the planet, we want the same temperature range that we had um, when our species evolved you know, uh, in the last you know, thousand or 10,000 or 100,000 years. And we know what that is. You know, technically, we call it getting carbon CO2 back below 300 parts per million. Um, if you know what that means, great. If you don't know what that means, it's just a number, the 300, like a temperature. And um, once we figured that out, uh, we could just go to the experts and say, how do we get this, the CO2 back to where it was 100 years ago? And it turned out the scientists, I talked about 10 different scientists, and I, I'm an MIT physicist, so it was easy for me to talk with them. We talk the same language, have the same bad jokes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they said, Oh, you know, if what you want to do is that, you got to do 50 billion tons a year. And again, don't worry what that, what that means. It's just a number. Uh, but it means something to us, us, us scientists. But 50 billion tons a year, they say, oh, yeah, you could do this. You could do you know, rocks in the ocean. You could do, create rocks underground. You could do this, that, and the other. Came up with eight different methods to get all this excess carbon back out of the air and get our climate back to the way it was. And every one of those 10 scientists came to me afterwards and said, wait a minute, I've been working on the climate for 25 years, 30 years. No one ever asked me if I could save the world, but I could save the planet. Son of a gun. No one ever asked before. And so that was the whole thing, was figuring out who are you doing it for, and then pick a goal. And so we picked, as I said, getting CO2 below 300 by the year 2050. And I'm like, you know, 2050 is easy because like. I need to worry about it, even as a 64-year-old, my children will really worry about it. But if I waited, you know, say, till 2080, I would say, oh, I'll just do some research and I'll let my, my kids do the hard, heavy lifting. <laughs> so it's 300, getting CO2 below 300 by 2050. And then, so first um, of all, what a great slogan. I can see this on my bumper sticker. I want to go back to a couple of things that you mentioned because I've been taking notes and everybody's been listening intently. They're just leaning in because you've used some words that really make a difference and resonate with the human 
person. And that is, I'm a bee. I'm a part of the beehive. In other words, I can't not do something that's going to be beneficial for the world if I do something beneficial for me. What a wonderful way to live. WWW, what a wonderful world. Isn't that what you're saying, Peter? You do something good for you. Now, here's what really resonates with me is that you asked the right questions. <laughs> you weren't going there and doing your complex uh, computations and such and working in a bubble and thinking about a larger thing. You were beginning to ask the right questions. When you do that, guess what happens? The potential for answers comes into being because you, to use your words, this is a collaborative and contributing process. And we're all designed to live here now and our progeny in the future. Peter, this is so yeah. enlivening. This is so <laughs> encouraging that I am sitting here glued to my radio and listening to this and feeling, wait a minute, this is real. We can do this. Yay, Peter. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you so much. Good. What I'd like to do is, and when we come back from this short uh, sponsored break, because that's how things work in a commercial world, I would like to start um, talking about something that's really fascinating, and you brought it up, and I think it's called making concrete from air. Did I get that right? Yes. Just say yes or no. Yes. Okay, everybody, right. on the edge of your seat. Peter said it. He's a MIT scientist, ready? A physicist. We're going to make concrete from air, and you can do this at home. So get ready. We'll see you just back here in a couple minutes. Don't go away. Hi, everybody. Skillshare, S-K-I-L-L-S-H-I-A-R-E, Skillshare is an online learning community for creative people with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. You'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and your career. You can take classes in social media marketing mobile photography, creative writing, even illustration. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side situation, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare with a special offer just for my listeners. You get two months of Skillshare for free. F-R-E-E, -E, free. That's right, Skillshare is offering the joy of living listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash the joy of living Again, go to Skillshare.com slash The Joy of Living to start your two months now. I do it. You should. It's great. Bye. Hi, everybody. Polly and Bark. Paulieandbark.com, one of the best 
furniture sites we've ever found. Not only do we find the site, but we ordered the furniture. We love it in our home, and I'm sure you love it in yours. Because we're talking about contemporary flair with what we call iconic inspirations. And these people are driven to bring us the best quality at the lowest possible price because they are built with durability and they're sophisticated and it's inviting beautiful looking furniture. You'll be so happy that you found polyandbark.com and when you use Joy Living 10, Joy Living 10 at checkout, you get 10% additional discount. Polly and Bark, furniture you'll be happy to say to people in your home, hey, look at this, come and sit down and enjoy. Pollyandbark.com, use Joy Living 10 and get extra 10% discount. Best wishes, do it now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at BarryShore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking, because you're always looking for and finding the good, and we have found good. Now, if you take the word good, and you use the second O, and you just make a little cut, and then extend that O straight up, it becomes an L, and good turns into gold. Everybody likes gold, but they think it's because it doesn't just glitter and glisten because of what it can do. It can allow you to purchase things and do things because that's an alchemist turning good into gold. Well, we have the one of the greatest alchemists in the world with us today, wonderful Peter Fiakowski, and he's going to talk to us now about, get ready for this, turning air into concrete. <laughs> Peter, please speak to us. Yes, yes. Well, uh, let, me, let me tell you why, because I think a lot of us, I'm looking out my window now, and I'm seeing the concrete driveway out my window, and there's lots of concrete already, so the, your, uh, our listeners may be wondering, why do I want to turn air into concrete? And yes, the they answer are. is this. <laughs> <laughs> it is that... Uh, you want, we, what we want to do is get the carbon back out of the air so we get the atmosphere that, that uh, our planet wants, that, our, uh, that we want as humans, you know, that'll make a, uh, a great planet to live on again. And without the fires, without the sea level rise, without the, the whole, huge cold snaps and hurricanes and all those things that we don't want to talk about this hour because this is more of a cheery hour than a glum hour. So right. getting there from here... You know, that's where we are and where we want to go is back to the way it was 100, 200 years ago, is getting the carbon out. And almost everyone says, oh, my God, we can't do it. It's just, it's just too hard. We can't. And, and that's wrong. We can't. 
And, you know, the, the way that's been demonstrated is that they made the, the, the rock underground. So what they did is they purified the carbon in the air, the CO2. They pumped it underground. They, they did this in Iceland where they have these uh, volcanoes and stuff. They pumped it underground there. And in like two or three months, it turned the CO2 turned into carbonate rock, like limestone. And I said, oh, that's amazing. It just can, you know, it took the minerals in the rock and made it into, uh, into what they call carbonate. It's like, again, like limestone or chalk. And, and um, uh, you know, then, then there's a guy here in Silicon Valley who said, no, wait a minute. Um, it's great to turn it into rock, but no one's going to buy it if it's underground. But if we make that rock above ground, then we can sell it to the people who, who buy rock to make concrete and you know, to build roads and buildings. And so the, the idea is to take CO2 from the air, because I'll do a little chemistry here. If you don't like chemistry, cover your ears for a second. Um, uh, limestone is calcium carbonate, and so the, the carbonate part is CO2. Uh, if you take uh, limestone, it's almost half CO2 by weight, and the other half is calcium. And the calcium can come from all sorts of things, from other rocks, from basalt, from demolished concrete, from waste, from uh, power plants, steel plants, aluminum plants. So they can get the calcium from all sorts of places. And then they create calcium carbonate rock, which they then sell to people making, um, as I said, making roads and buildings. And then you'd say, oh, my God, how can you make rock, limestone, out of air? And... You know, if you've ever been to the beach and you see mussels or clams on the beach or any kind of shellfish, they're doing that all the time. A clam shell is limestone. And so these guys just said, oh, the chemistry for that is complicated, but it's not that complicated. Clams do it in the cold water. Um, it turns out that uh, they have uh, 100 patents to do it. The, the company is called Blue, Blue Planet Limited. But... Um, uh, they take CO2 from the air. They can take it from power plants before it goes into the air. Then they get calcium. They sell this uh, beautiful limestone. They're crystal clear. It's more pure than comes out of the ground, of course, because it's manufactured out of, out of air. And, uh, <laughs> and they sell it. And what's very cool is that we already have budgeted, in, in effect, building uh, hundreds of billions of tons of uh, concrete for our roads and buildings around the world. And so rather than quarrying the rock out of the ground, we're now designing how to make, take that, make that rock out of the air and calcium from various places so that um, we actually pull the CO2 out of the air and, and hold it in the rock. And what's interesting is that's how nature does it. That if you look at all the carbon dioxide on the planet, all the carbon, almost all of it, like something like 90%, is in limestone. So that's how nature uh, pulls the CO2 out of the air and holds it in limestone. So we're just accelerating that process for probably 30 years to get our, our uh, CO2 back the, the way it was and uh, restore the climate. And that was a long story. This is so wondrous. Now, I'm, the good news is nobody was holding their ears. 
uh, because <laughs> not only was we were engaged, everybody thinks they know what carbonate is because that's what you do in soda. Hello, everybody. That's your carbonated soda. Okay. So that's one thing that right. can relate to the human being. The second thing is I'm going to say this, and if I'm off, you just say, okay, good try. Sure, but you're off. This seems to be what we'll call positive fracking in the sense that we're mm. – like you said, we're, we're taking the idea of, of air, of, you know, putting it into the uh, in, into the limestone, I mean, into stone, creating limestone, or not creating, but making the natural process happen. Like you just said, the, hey, clamshells do it, limestone to rocks do it, let's all do it, turn air into concrete. And not only, it's not so much paving paradise and putting up a parking lot it's more about utilizing and creating paradise so that the world not just the united states of america or some advanced what we call advanced western cultures but the entire world can benefit from readily available pure usable beneficial product and like you said, Peter, nature shows us the way, as with everything, because the good Lord made the world that way, and he made human beings that way, to literally open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to recognize what exists and say, oh, we can reverse engineer that because the good Lord said, hey, take a look over here. Oh, hello. See that clamshell in cold water? Well, you can do that. And so, Do you like the idea yeah. of that positive fracking? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a good twist. Um, it worries me a little bit, but let, let's stick with it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. He's being kind to the host. Isn't that wonderful? See, that's a good man. But let's go back to fundamentals, like you said before. One of the reasons that he and the people that he associates with and speaks with, and again, it is a different language when you're speaking with scientists among scientists, but that's okay. Uh, it's good to learn a vocabulary like we do. We, we are creating the vocabulary for living in joy daily using everyday words and finding the positive, the powerful, and the purposeful, and the pleasant, so that you can create, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And when you do that, that's what you're doing. That's what create does. And when you have a goal, and you articulate a goal, then you have an opportunity, not a guarantee, but an opportunity to get closer to the goal. And it may even be that even if you didn't hit that goal, you'll find something else that, again, you're a bee. Everybody listening, 255 plus thousand people, every single one of you is like Peter said, we're bees in a beehive. When you do the best you can do and be the best you that's possible, by definition, the world gets better. This is what's called a big idea. Peter, let's do a little bit more. We have a couple of minutes before the, the next break. I'm going to ask you to stay through that and, and on the other side. Just tell us what's going on with this idea, not just an idea, the reality of climate restoration. You've mentioned, hey, let's go and create our own Eden. And let's say that 200 years ago, the, or the, 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 the breathing ability of air was better and water was better and such like that. Are you telling us that really climate restoration is not only possible, but doable? It's, it's possible and it's doable. It's, um, and, and we're on the way to doing it. The, 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 one of the turning points, the first, the first turning point that I said was realizing that we're doing it for future generations. The second turning point, my wife realized it's 
There's no enemies on this path. We all want it. You know, in, if, you, if you hear about the climate, you always hear, oh, the opponents of the climate, blah, 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 and it's hopeless. And we realize everyone wants to restore the climate. And we have you know, people on the far left, the really green people. We have people on the far right, the real conservative and, and you know, uh, libertarian. Um, all of them say, well, absolutely, let's restore the climate. And um, we're working with the United Nations. Uh, next month, we have the first annual climate restoration forum in the main part of the UN in New York. It's the beginning of the UN General Assembly, and we've got the big auditorium there. And so we're leading off the conversation for climate restoration, and we're asking, we're inviting nations. I'm going to invite each of your 255,195, I think you've got three more people coming on, um, to be accountable for the survival and flourishing of humanity. So say that. I'm let's say that again. I, I love this line. Let's be, let's be, yes, for the, for the revival and the flourishing of humanity. There is no reason on this earth to have anything but, not just hope, not just faith, but to know full well that this group of things called people, humanity, will flourish. Flourish, the same word is yeah. a flower, F-L-O-U-R-I-S. It's really flowering. It's growing. It's doing. It's being. We are the engine for goodness in the world. And every single person listening, I urge you, share this with five people. Give me five that we will touch over a million people. And you do that by going to barryshore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com. Listen again. Share. Give. Do. Be. Because this is the way of our world. We are bees. We are propagating. You're all sweet, wonderful honey. And we want it to continue. So breathe deep. Get ready. Peter's going to give us another few minutes on the other side of this break. And then you're going to be bouncing around and telling everybody you meet, F you, N-N. See you in just a bit. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's summertime, and summertime means it's hot, and oftentimes we get sticky, and here's the best way I know to take care of your body, smell good, and be good. It's called Native, N-A-T-I-V-E, Native. This is something really wonderful because it works, and people love it. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's ingredients that you know because it's all natural. It's made in the USA, and there's something for everyone. This is really good-smelling but pleasant product. No risk to try it. Free returns and exchanges in the United States. And if you work right now, go to the site, nativedeodorant.com. You'll get 20% off your first purchase when you use that special code called Barry B. A-R-R-Y. That's me. I use it. I love it. You will too. 20% off your first purchase. Go to nativedeodorant.com. N-A-T-I-V-E, deodorant.com. Put in the promo code capital B-A-R-R-Y, Barry. You'll be glad you did, and so will everybody else. This stuff is great. Bye. 
There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking, because you're always looking for and finding the good. Talking about finding good. If you were to read the regular news, wherever you get it from, and wherever you listen to it from, and I urge you not to listen to the regular stations and things like that, but generally speaking, news tends to be gloom and doom. But not on this show, not only because it's called the joy of living, and we do that, joy, happiness, peace, and love in abundance, because that is who you are, that's what you are all about. But Peter, Peter Fiakowski, we've been talking with for the past almost hour, sharing with us, feeding us with this remarkable, not just vision of grandeur and something in the far off, but here and now. Be Here Now is one of the great books that Peter and I both share in common. But he has a nice, remarkable idea that he wants to share with you. And it's called The Third Act for Humanity. And it finishes on a good note. Peter, please tell us about The Third Act for Humanity. Okay. Well, it's a new third act. And what's important is there's a default third act. There's, as you said, you know, uh, you can't avoid the news, the doom, and the gloom. And things go that way. You know, if you look at the history of the planet, the history of humanity, empires grow and fall, loves grow and fall, businesses grow and fall, that's sort of the nature. Um, and if you look at how a lot of things are going, uh, it doesn't look so good. But we, the book has not been written that the future, uh, we can write the future any way we want. And what's really exciting when extrapolating from climate restoration, where we say, oh, you know what? We want to restore the climate. Oh, my gosh, we can do that. And then discovering that there's no one opposing it, that we are going to restore the climate. And discovering that you know, we can have small families and have a population so that the planet is not covered wall-to-wall with cities, but actually has lots of forests again and so on. And then we can say, oh my gosh, if I were to write a new third act for humanity, where do we end up? Then we can make it a lot of fun. And uh, what 
I, I'm in the middle of working on this with some colleagues, and we're realizing, as I said, you, we can restore the climate. Um, and we can do that in 30, 40 years, by 2050. We can um, uh, restore the population so that you know, uh, uh, it's, you know, it's stable like it was 100, 200 years ago. Um, it's easy to do once you decide, oh, I want to do that. I want to have a healthy, stable population. Poof, let's do that. It's been done many times. But no one, no one has before said, let's do it for the whole planet. And um, the other thing is, once we realize that we're one humanity, so it used to be that you know, there were tribes, you know, in any area there was this tribe and that tribe, and when you went overseas, there was a different tribe, and their skin was different, and their language was different, and we thought, we felt different. You know, and that's part of our makeup, is that if someone looks different and we're scared, we feel that they're different and scary. But the planet is small now. We travel around it all the time. We listen. You know, we have this radio station around the world, simultaneously, quarter million of us listening together. We're actually one humanity now. And so then we can actually treat everyone as one family and make sure everyone has education. It's easy. We know how to educate everybody. Make sure everyone has health care. That's easy. We Most people have health care, but they just get what they worry about because they might get left out. We can make sure that, that people aren't left out and make sure that everyone has an opportunity to contribute, to work, to, to you know, see the, the smile of happy customers and friends coming to whatever it is that you do for people. And uh, we're, so we're starting the idea of let's write a new third act for humanity and then this watch the, the acts go by and the, the scenes go by as we actually achieve that goal that we all want. This is so empowering. This is so positive and possible, purposeful and pleasant. First of all, a great, hearty thank you, Peter. Remember, thank means to harmonize and network kindness. That's the number one thing. Number two is, listen to what Peter is sharing with us. Our book is the new story of the new Eden. Eden is not beyond our grasp. Climate, climate restoration, beautifully populated areas that are forested, beautifully populated areas that are clean cities, whatever you want. You want a smaller city, a larger city. We, everybody has access to education, to health care, to food and water. And when people are working, it's not so much that, oh, it's all free. We're all contributing. Everybody would prefer being a contributor, a giver, than a taker. When you're a bee, you want to be a bee. You want to give. You want to buzz. You want to go from flower. You want to learn about the birds and the bees? Yeah, it's a lot of fun doing that and propagating the future. But let's recognize that we're all in this beehive together, and it's buzzing with excitement and enthusiasm and a powerful, purposeful, positive, pleasant outlook for the future. What Peter is sharing with us, and he is sharing it with us from the viewpoint of an MIT physicist, and if you don't know what MIT stands for, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, for those of you in the, around the world, different places, go look it up. It is one of the most prestigious places in the world for higher education because it attracts 
It attracts the most dedicated people in the world that want to make a better world. Peter is part of that world. We can write our own book. The good Lord told us the Bible is for us to write. It's not that it was written. It is being done now. We are the authors because the good Lord has endowed us with those abilities. He's given us the mind, 100 billion brain cells, a trillion synapses connecting them, thoughts at the speed of light, and all focused on a goal. When your goal is articulated and your goal is good and your goal warrants everybody working in harmony with a complete dedication to thanking, thanking one another, to harness and network kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is going through a battle that you know nothing about. Be kind, always. Kindness, it stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. As the Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, it's all, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. Peter is showing us how it's possible. We can turn air into concrete. We can put things into our world that not in 100 years, 200 years, within our lifetimes. Yes, it's right here. It's right now. Peter, I want to say, in behalf of a quarter of a million people around the world, a huge, hearty thank you. May I give you a hug in front of these quarter million people? Are you ready? Absolutely. One, oh, two, three. You. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> ah, thank you. And our prayer, our prayer to everyone listening, remember, go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, find the show, share it, listen again. This is powerful to build bridges of harmony with people by sharing this. Our prayer to you is go forth. Live the blessing, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Best wishes. Bye now. Speak to you soon. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week.